welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community, lovely 5D collective. We are here ready to talk about relationships. There is some channeled guidance coming through. And on that note, I'm pretty clear on us having a lovely group of people who integrate spiritual spirituality, mysticism, metaphysics, esotericism, and the human elements. And on that, I am looking to be a bit more succinct when we begin our episodes. Essentially, for me, the introduction to realizing that we have a good in-between has recently taken place thanks to a very lovely group of uh, individuals who I've been following for some time. Now, they actually navigate a spectrum that is more a 4D collective, is what I'm going to use as a word, not because of it being better or worse, but because they're creating a type of service that supports people who do not tend to remain grounded in their self. So what this means is there's not the awareness of being able to tend to thoughts and emotions along their journey as individuals. And so they need cheerleaders that support them, okay? So the 4D Collective, in fact, is actually supporting people who need guides like parents. But it's not just any type of parenting. These are lovely people who are creating independent ethical groups, communities. And then we also have those who are instead building the culty cults and the uh, traditional cults. But that is the part of where we cannot have the state of consciousness of a person be decided by us. It's up to them to notice the pain, the misalignment, the frustration, and to then either be able to harness their mind or they have, again, luckily, a 4D collective and 3D collective. And I say luckily because... When it's a positive collective, like the one that I've noticed, then they are going to be guided to their actual wholeness. And so while it's a bonding drive, because the 5D collective, we're self-agent driven. So this means that we have personalities where we take gladly the ownership of our thoughts and our emotions. And that's why you have relationships that are mindful. So we grow our relationships. We do not in any way, shape or form use our emotions to hurt people and when people hurt us quote unquote we understand that they're not hurting us they are hurt and they have what is unresolved trauma and attachment wounds and insecurities okay so if you're somebody who still believes in evil devil demons i'm not your channeler the community is not your community because 5d moves beyond concepts that are in the groups of belief systems. I do use words and I will use words. I personally have a beautiful relationship with Jesus. I grew up with Jesus and in fact to this day I'm very much grateful and appreciative of my uh, entire years with catechism. I still have a good relationship with God. I just don't use the word to respect other people that are instead still living in a specific time. And it's actually one of those subject matters that I, I've been trying to share with you all because the 
part about God for me, it is still very um, personal. The way that this dismantling happened, so moving from 4D, quote-unquote, bandwidth, it is something we, t- we discussed. We talked about this, and throughout the years, I know that the community that will stick around, you've, you've been processing in your own way, whatever the verbiage and the channeling and all the episodes throughout because the IHP has been online for a while. So I know that we're, we're going to have some of you, five, ten of you at the very least, uh, founding members, I'd say. Hopefully you'll make yourselves known at some point or another. Uh, it's always been an honor for me to see those who return, and I'm always grateful. I wish you were not so shy as to not present yourselves, but I get it. I am an online entrepreneur, and I've been to enough platforms to see how shy people are about sharing their faces and their names and it's it's cool but no you're appreciated and I did notice and I have noticed so I know that some of you have actually been along the lovely transformative journey so long story short for me I don't talk yet about this um, exact dismantling because it isn't really one important as one of the stories to share because you're each going to have your own experiences But two, it's actually something that I don't um, really process because I still have a relationship with God. I just don't call it or him or it. I don't call it God. But I've never not believed in God. However, the child, of course, we all were children. That part is definitely still here. So as you can tell, see the voice? Because this is where we all have charge states. They are of our ages. Okay, so this, this, to be clear, these represent our actual age, as Susan or Sue Martin, my lovely teacher, as she specifies, they're frozen in time, and then as we mature and are with our higher self, we, we get to allow equanimity and neutrality to stand. And on that note, God and Jesus definitely have been at my side, but again, as a person who's gone beyond this, and the way that I can conceptually tell you, there's no... God or Jesus obviously existed. I mean, that's the part of why I don't appreciate the <laughs> esoteric lady who says, yeah, who made some other stuff up. Or anyways, if it's true, she's dismantling something. So I'm going to leave that one alone. But see, that's where these are unimportant elements. However, since we're channeling our relationships, they go through transformation because we go through what our moments in time and moments in life and while the people who have what is called post-traumatic growth the people who are in a 5d collective we don't have trauma with our emotional experiences because they're not overwhelming we don't deny them we don't go into misalignment okay so the people who are now doesn't matter if you've come from a misalignment the 5d collective These are people who are in alignment with themselves. And so when there's uncomfortable feelings, there's the ability for the person to want to know and tend to their self. And if you're a person who still has belief systems, you use your verbiage. I will present to you, I'm in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. There is no belief system here. There has never really been a belief system in the way that I see people who use the name God or Jesus. There's always been what I can perceive as more to life than just this earthly plane. This is why nothing has changed. The essence of life is still something very much aware 
and also I know about my future life and I know why and a lot of other things you've heard me share this so for anybody who has Claire's I have paid subscription-based model content if you want a 5d way to take a look at your Claire's and it's not going to be with any specific rules rules are for people who are in a 4d or 3d mindset and it isn't good or bad it's that you need somebody to tell you about yourself and that means you don't understand what i just said about concepts so it means you're not using your own discernment automatically so your own emotional maturity to say this is a woman she's channeling but she's still giving me what is food for thought and guidance but it's not a truth the feeling of discernment is I am learning something that is adding to my information bank. And that's actually the other word I want to use, Mahasamadhi Samadhi. 5D has an independent way of taking in information. This is why with my relationship with God, it's always been not an entity that's going to come down and beat me to living bejesus and all that other stuff that I've seen people actually think of, not to mention that your relationship with God is basically going to be a representation of your relationship with your parent and parents. This is something like so common sense. I don't even know. Again, that's why I step away from the word because I know there are people that don't have this relationship with this word or with their institution. They actually feel that they were bullied by the institution that they were subjected to oppression by their institution that they were not so people who come at their upbringing with emotions of insecurity and they are overwhelmed they are right now attacking institutions i've never attacked the institution i understand the institution's time and place in history i also understand god as the concept and a belief and again in my heart of hearts i don't have this i don't believe in anything no i believe in life and i know it exists beyond this life of now i know of it as an energetic imprint and this is where again a 5d person in the enlightenment soul age group and i am here for the people who are also wanting to be here okay relationships they're all important as terry real points out trauma is relational and intimacy is at its core and for me personally, the aspect of dismantling with God also took place in a very specific way, which is also why it's a little bit even more um, important. And it has a very much significant number of situations. I'd say that there were at least three different aspects that were taking place in this very given second and moment in time as all of this God and angels and everything that I see people using, uh, it's just it dismantled. I mean, I can't even use a different word because literally in my mind's eye, I could see it happening as it was happening. And it, and it was like such a fleeting second, but also there was awareness of what is happening. And okay, so moving on, relationships. Every person is going to be right now a lot more awakened from my 5D collective to your own intuitiveness because you are finally running your life from your heart, which is beautiful, and you're holding your values, and you are allowing whatever your belief system is, again, whoever, however you name it, that's how you are moving forward, but independently, so you are your primary guide, humanly speaking, you're taking or you have taken time out in order to understand how to grow your self-empowered version and to then build safe haven secure based relationships 
So you're not into being and spending any time with people who aren't going to allow you to be your quirky self. And you're not going to be whining or angry with the 4D collective or 3D or think of things in ways of conspiracies and da 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 da. And on that note, here's where the relationships are fun. And uh, it's because you get to bring your magical in-between person. So you're getting to finally have a throat chakra that allows the expression of your two-year-old Krishna Lila, though. So the ability to be creative, to have confidence, to be your own uh, little uh, lucky ladybug, your little also beetle, so nice good shell, colorful shell, you don't need to protect yourself, you don't need to long for connection, you're doing that thing, as Sadhguru points out, where you are sharing joy with each other, not extracting it, you are in a complete mind and body that is in a secure attachment, even if you have had childhood trauma, you are healed to the point of how Patrick Tiahan points out, you don't even talk about your childhood because you have made sense of every one of those unknown, unexpected, and challenging situations. So in your body, you feel safe. In your sensations, you feel safe. You have a complete relationship with all six of those basic emotions. And again, you want to tangle with people. So you have a depth of way that you're going to engage from the lovely depth of the blue ocean and allow yourself to mysteriously navigate new types of relationships. Some of you are getting to build a lot of new relationships because you're presenting the fullness of you. And the time it took you was this past pretty much year. This year is all it took for you to put it into practice. Now you're going to be up, up, up and away. We have others who are not here. I'm not going to channel right now for that group. And I don't usually channel for that group, but I'm just saying I'm trying to get to the, put that energy to the side so I can focus because I'm also short on time with today's message. So I can focus on providing the support to those of you who are at this point um, leading from a very conscious place. When you're building relationships, you do understand that all people have triggers and they don't have the ability to make sense of them necessarily. So here's Sadhguru. Once you have no problem making mistakes, admitting them and correcting them, hardly any mistakes will happen. Okay, so that's for all people. And when we're handling any one of those who are still emotionally insecure and immature, we know that they have the unresolved trauma. They have the trigger, not the other way around. So you don't need to contemplate, am I going to react or respond? You are automatically in a place of Zen mastery. I'm going to speak directly. And that's why you're getting to practice a new throat chakra tone. It is one that can be sensual as well as still with charges and you get to notice them and work with that as you present it, as you are engaging in conversation. And this is where my lovely 5D collective, we're 30%. That's what I'm perceiving and picking up on and all of you are finally within your emotional mastery. So we're all navigating that physical mastery in one way, shape or form. Some of you might be mystics. Again, if you have become 
recently intuitive in a way of picking up your oversoul and you have questions again paid subscription-based model content please sign up if you can't afford it let me know and i'll see you to make an episode based on your question so that i can still be of support please also follow youtube that way we can grow that channel and once we get to the 1k membership number i can build our membership for video i'd really rather look at you while i'm channeling or answering your questions than have only audio for this type of guidance since I feel that eye contact is important. Okay, and on that note, uh, you will be and you will have had surprises here and there recently, surprises from different types of people in your life. I'm going to say some are new and some are old. And the ones that are old are lovely parts of your oversoul that you have been able to reorganize and reconsider and reinvest in each other and that's always beautiful when friendships come back together true friendships in fact don't really ever separate but sometimes there are those who need time apart because of their own inability to process tough emotions so remember that childhood trauma is not a small feat and that people don't know about unresolved trauma as much because it's just been in the past couple years that we have had great educators on YouTube sharing free content, and that's only because of the pandemic. And so the algorithm, people who demonize it, they don't know shit except for they believe in conspiracies. And I did say shit, and I did do it on purpose because this is where, if again, you're a person who wants to go with flat earthers, then you don't want to be here. I'm going to do my best to ensure that we only have people who are reasonable and who are open to all pieces of information and not closed into ideas that are personal. Every person can build a breadcrumb of proof for whatever they want. Staying grounded in reality means that you stay grounded. It's 2023, whatever the day is. You allow yourself to know there's a difference between a lot of different stories. And that's it. Staying proactive. The 5D collective is here to protect the future. And here is no joke. Because see, I'm actually a person who loves planet earth it's our home (laughs) i don't know of aliens yet even though i need to watch sabine i think she has a video on something about aliens but i'm saying i'm i'm fond of having become a mystic i'm fond of having access to the sphere of consciousness i'm fond of being a person i've always been fond of i want to help people it's not people who consider themselves only light workers or star seeds and they're from some other place and they have a mission no I'm, I'm here to say I want to help human being people. So that's where I love having Claire's and talking about the sphere of consciousness, the way that people who stay grounded in 5D again do. And it's because proactively, as I mentioned, one of my thoughts was, you know what, once we get to, I'm going to say 100K. When I get to 100K, on telegram i'm gonna say okay now we coordinate right now we're gonna coordinate every one of us build one tree one tree i i'm gonna do it one tree wherever you are i don't care where you are we're gonna figure it out we're gonna go plant one tree somewhere we're gonna go buy each one of one tree 
the one that gives oxygen. It seems silly, but I'm saying this is what to me it means to be proactive with a community. Some people, they want to wait to build a nonprofit. They want to do missions. We can actually actively coordinate thanks to technology. Okay, 100K, okay. Today, one day, one day, one hour, one hour, go pick up trash. Go pick up trash in your neighborhood. Go in your neighborhood. I'm, I'm a homebody. I don't like going out anywhere, I'll, but I'll go pick up trash and I'll put it in the trash can. Again, it seems silly, but that's being proactive on planet Earth and trying to do 100K. Nobody drives a car for one hour on this day every year. So they have the calendars, right? We have calendars where people celebrate all these days and they do all this stuff, and, and, and I'm sure there are people who are already doing what I was saying, but what I'm trying to get at is mysticism is an added bonus, and I see a lot of the people who are in mysticism world uh, not proactively doing something for planet Earth like human beings. Okay, so again, uh, this is a side note, and it's one that really because our leaders are not leaders yet, obviously, and I mean, otherwise we'd be in a whole different space with our waters and our air and, and everything. This is what disappointed me of my lovely political science and international relations and diplomacy masters. <laughs> I was like, what is this? They're not doing shit. I thought they were supposed to be like negotiators. Why, why are they acting like morons? What's the deal? Because see, a teenager to me is a moron. And that's where I understand unresolved trauma. Yes, and I know there's no devil or evil. What there are people who need good trauma therapists and they need to be evaluated and sent out of office. Because if you have any trait and you're not able to hold your shit together, well, I would say I want you out. I don't want no silverback. So see, if you ask me what I get passionate about, I get passionate about seeing people who consider themselves smart and then people who consider those people smart, while in the meantime, I'm like, no. Because if they were smart, they'd have emotional intelligence accompanied to that logical intelligence. That's a stupid person. They get angry. They are stupid. I'm smarter than they are. I just don't remember a lot of other shit or I don't have a network. And now, Kali, thank you for stopping by. Let's get back to relationships. But my point is, a lot of people spend time in conspiracy land, and I am not going to build a community that spends time in that i want a community that actually cares about the future and this means we know that we need to step up our ability as individuals because we already have entrepreneurs we already have people behind politicians we got lovely said guru with his conscious so we have all of these things they're already in place now what we can build especially if you're intuitive you can do more you can do more and that's what we want to do. We want to do more. We don't have to do more in a speedy way. We want to use our time wisely. We only have 24 hours. Every day, all of us have 24 hours to do again tomorrow something. So building a community that cares about the future and humanity, human being, prioritizing your human experience. I mean, I've wondered always whenever somebody's talking to me about consciousness they talk like 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 um they just don't realize they're a person they talk about the stars and they talk about well when we're dead and i'm thinking who gives a shit when you're dead you're not gonna know your fucking name once you're dead <laughs> you're not gonna be who you are now 
this is really sad to a person who it's not about attachment to who you are in the sense that I won't let it go. No, once you realize in a 5D way, this is the part you are life right now in your name. You can cherish all the people you love. You can cherish this, this plant. You can savor it like honey in your mouth. The enlightenment soul age with ecstasy in your body. When Sadhguru uses word life, you don't get it until you get it. I'm describing it because I see people use words from their mouth. They don't feel it. They're not feeling the ecstasy that right now I'm trying to share with y'all. And they say, oh, you can't have your Satori moment without your twin flame. Yes, you can. <laughs> FYI, yes, you can. Because you are a piece of love in your body with your ventral vagal state engaged. So the people who don't know it yet, I'm going to leave that again to the side. Long story short, you don't need a relationship to feel ecstasy in your body. In fact, all you need is to figure out how to use your embodied brain. And that is why the mental health professionals are the most amazing group of people because there's great ones and there are a lot of them. And thank goodness, thank you, goodness, education. So mindful relationships. This is what we're building. Zen masters is what you are so that you can support people to move into heaven in their body if they want to. If they don't want to, it's okay. Meantime, you have heaven in your body and you're learning how to use your tone and you're learning how to be your beautiful self. So if you're mystic, you're not ashamed of it. You don't think of it as something special. You don't need to have everybody on your side. If somebody says you're an evil devil because you can't heal from afar, you know, or ah, everybody can do it, whatever it is somebody's using in their words, in their mouth, because they don't believe in you, they don't, and whatever, it doesn't matter. You're like, I understand totally, or maybe you won't, and you'll say, shit, I'm so sorry. You know what, your, your words, they kind of triggered me. So please forgive me. I'm so sorry. I did not want to get pissy in my pants. I did. I did. I take it. I take it. I don't take it back. I can't take it back, but I'm going to remove myself from this situation right now because I'm, I am feeling offended. So we all can handle, again, when you're having no problem making mistakes, it's because you're a person like anybody else is and you have emotions. And so if you're triggered, you, you, you know I was triggered. I am going to step back and, re, and try again. That's the part of your voice. That's the part of your body. That's the part of you and your power. And it's not because we're special and anointed. So very practical. Nobody actually is ever alone unless you go and live in the middle of the mountain or you have not figured out that that longing, your attachment system and that body of yours. So here's where if you feel alone at night, your attachment system is longing to be seen, to be soothed, to be safe, to be secure. You're zero one-year-old. What you want to do in those moments, if you do, if anybody tuning in here, there's loneliness, what you want to do, I'm going to give you a technique. I'm going to resource you. There's a beautiful one. I didn't even know of it until I took my somatics course. Which one was it? I think it's trauma-informed with Dr. Albert Wong on Somatopia, but I don't remember if it was that one. Or NICABM with the Trauma Expert Master Series. Okay, so take your hand, take your right hand, put it underneath your armpit, armpit, okay, like a little crossed over your armpit, and then take your other hand, left one, and put it over the shoulder, the, the arm, so below the shoulder. Okay, now just sit, and of course, as you all know, if you feel uncomfortable, please don't do it, and that means your window of tolerance was activated, and I would like you to know that it's not a bad thing, but if you feel very stressed out because of it, that is a very good indication that you have your window of tolerance is activated and you got stuff that is uncomfortable. Now, 
you can sit with your sensations and be in equanimity and love and compassion with your mouth so you do the inner growth mindset great and dandy if you find yourself doing inner critic and outer critic and then going and drinking or having sex or doing drugs or feeding or you know binge watching and getting into a procrastination mood whatever it is if you have something like that go shopping that's a compulsive activity that just took place to soothe yourself it's not a bad thing don't get in hyper alert about it but notice it that's your karma right there that's going to be something you can process and move into dharma and get out of you don't need no genius but if you find it hard get out of it there's your cue there are plenty of somatic sensory motor and trauma therapists or lo and behold mentors such as myself you will know you and we know all of us when there's need for a good therapist meaning those of us who are not therapists so on that note uh, you can also just keep tuning in to episodes and pursue growth this way relationships are definitely important Uh, we do have some universal love energy transmission sessions but again I would want you very much to note how you feel and you want to see improvements. Improvements means you learn how to move into something that makes you happier. So you would choose, okay, I'm not going to do the self-soothing mechanisms. I'm going to do something that actually stimulates me. Read my books that make me happy. Listen to music that makes me happy. Go out on a date with somebody that makes me happy. Um, Again, If you are understanding, it's about adding to your own day-to-day, but obviously you want to know that you get to regulate your nervous system. So I gave you the hug because that activates your ventral vagal state. And to allow yourself to know the psychoeducation piece. I am alone and feeling lonely because I'm a mammal like anybody else, and my attachment system longs to be seen as my zero one-year-old wanted to, and that's a normal feeling for my body to have. And so if I feel desperate about it, it's okay. Let me activate my ventral vagal state in a second. Yoga is helpful for this reason. If you can't use your mind thinking in a good way, that meaning positive for yourself, that's where yoga helps you too, or meditation helps you to be in silence. So to shut off the left mode of your brain, if the chit-chatter isn't one that allows you to feel relaxed and at ease, Again, you know your body will tell you. If you're feeling more stressed and more upset, then you need to find a way to not distract from the sensation. Just know, okay, right now I'm upset. My mind's not actually supporting me to relax. So let me find a way to relax. Because maybe the putting my armpit, okay, the hand under the armpit and the hug, it's good, a resource, but I need to do something more too. This is you learning to self-regulate. And you moving out of the alone feeling, the lonely, desperate feeling to I'm doing something that is my embodied experience. Because again, it's very straightforward. You're human. Your attachment system is what you are now learning to self-regulate because it longs for connection, which is normal. But you don't have to go and right here, fuck for the night because that longing made this idea of, ah, let me go see if I can sleep around with anyone. Not because that's a good or bad thing. I'm just saying there's a feeling, a longing, a reactiveness. What you want to learn to do if you're self-regulating, learning to self-regulate is not be reactive, is be conscious, aware. There's your purusha. Okay, my prakriti, my energy level, it's right now in this state because I have an attachment system like anybody else and I'm looking for a relationship. I'm looking for human contact, which, which is normal and natural, my mammalian heritage. But 
I don't want to actually go and have that drink that I usually do. I don't want to go and fuck like I usually do. I don't want to. And here, I'm going to share a story. I had uh, in college a roommate. I had various roommates. My gosh, my roommates. So I went to school so that I could get my degree and I did not have a lot of money. So I was very serious about being able to get done as quickly as possible so that I could work. Not because I wanted to speed up. I actually love learning. I love my years in college. I would have been a student for the rest of my life, even though I still am a student. But what I'm saying is I would have loved to stay in college and even my PhD was something I wanted to get. Long story short, and this is where I'm going to just try and keep it vague to respect people and da 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 Not that any of my roommates will ever listen to my stuff because we have completely <laughs> different ideas about, and they're not in any way, shape, or form mystics, meaning, yeah, definitely I can see my friends. Only one of my roommates, was she my roommate? No, she wasn't my roommate. Yes, she was my roommate. Okay, yeah, one of my good friends, actually. Oh, two of them. Anyways. This is not not any of these two. Um, So to keep it vague, because there were other college students that I met, women and men, I I did not meet any days. But at the time, I don't think we were using pronouns such as they. Um, They would routinely have people over, even though they had a boyfriend and boyfriends and sometimes from boyfriends to girlfriends girlfriends to boyfriends without making a decision and I would not be able to get my good sleep and I needed my good sleep in fact I left those those rooms as soon as I could I tried to get to another room because I needed to have sleep so I could get good grades and get through college and do what I had went there to do which is get my degrees (laughs) and I paid a buttload of money for it too But what I was trying to say is when my friends and I would talk, they would actually be very lonely and they would be very much empty inside. And I would say, but if you feel this way, then why would you do this stuff? Like, I don't I don't understand why you're going to do something and, and then feel like this. Isn't it better for you not to do it? And plus, there's also venereal diseases. Anybody STDs? I mean, are you not? contemplating the, the health of your body because honestly this is the first thing that comes to my mind when I see people sleeping around one that two as a mystic of course for me energy is definitely I can't even believe they've created a tarot card about using sex to basically clear each other's charged trauma stuff this is actually um and on that note so for a 5D person, we don't get confused of what is ours and what is not. However, when the aspect of coming together, and so um, it's called in, not only imprinting, but there's entanglement. That area, definitely, if you're good enough at knowing yourself, you'll instinctively know, okay, wow, this is not mine you know and and for me and in fact there's only one moment that I said this is not mine then I said well maybe it is mine and then I said well it doesn't really matter if it's mine or not because we're one big ball of energy so technically we do support each other to clear out and so it doesn't mine yours not going to be a big deal and that's why a 5d person will not become confused because whatever we will have basically perceived 
we will allow ourselves to understand we get to process that emotional stuff. It's, o- it's okay. It's not something bad. Energy is not bad. And we're okay with taking on emotional aspects that are charges because, again, you're, you're an open channel when you're 5D because you're just pure conscious. We all are, but some of us welcome, again, just unconditional love. And here's the group of people that do this from a 5D perspective. They don't get weighed down. They're never weighed down. I have never been burnt out. There's only one time in my life that I got actually completely depleted. It did scare me a little bit because I was only surrounded by limited consciousness, 4D people. And in fact, the minute I was like, oh my God, this is scary. I was like, don't, this is bullshit. You're only scared because people don't talk about energy and neutrality. They give you all these words, energy vampires, dark auras, and all this shit. So I was immediately aware of the bullshit of this story because furthermore, the person who I was and had had the interaction with is is somebody I love dearly and they had just went through a series of unfortunate, horrible events that of course they were depleted. Now it was fascinating, their background and all of these things and I don't need to share again the details but this is a person who I love dearly even if there were definitely differences and insecurities and so a person who had aspects that in the past definitely they brought backhanded comments it is an individual who had not nice things to say when things would happen it would be more of oh if you're suffering i'm going to tease about it and remind you of it so you know kind of like a spiteful person who's going to be like aha oh so this is happening to you However, here's where this was their personality. This was their way of joking. So to me, it was never something like, oh my God, how dare they? But that's the part of why there's a difference between a 5D love button person versus 4D people and anybody who is an insecure. Because see, when you are with self-esteem, normal self-esteem, person's comment means shit to you meaning they just spoke in a spiteful tone it's their tone not mine they're the ones who have the ability to be in that energy they don't even know they're doing it and if they do they're okay with it but really like the part about it it's not evil it's called low self-esteem i feel bad for people who have low self-esteem that's why their little com their little their little comments mean nothing to me except for wow that's interesting. Not, it's not, there's not even a, as a teenager, I would comment this. As like an adult, I, I barely even notice it because seriously, if you have low self-esteem, I'm going to just know you're a limited state of consciousness. You don't have emotional intelligence. You don't even know you could get into a different space. You're watching some movie. I, the, the, the whole part, this is exactly why you're not going to be spending any of your time in that. A person who can't love, cannot love. This is not good or bad. It is physically emotionally and mentally going to be presented to you i will not flinch at the fact that you don't know how to love because it ain't none of my business what state of consciousness you want to live your life from and there's plenty of psychoeducation that explains to me exactly why you're going to be envious jealous spiteful or do all of it so there's not even an inch of my little energy body i'm not even a freaking brain cell that's going to be used in that space because human suffering and people choosing to stay there is so much that it's like it's not even mind-numbing. 
because mind numbing is something that's boring. This is actually a reality that people continue to do, use their movies for. To the, Again, let me put that to the side. My example in the story was that I didn't feel angry at my friend. I got afraid because limited consciousness people kept talking about energy as energy vampires. I knew and still to this day know my friend is not that and I knew what I went through in that moment. I also did know though this individual in the entirety of our relationship there's always been the low self-esteem part and so in a series of situations and contemplations I didn't do anything I didn't distance my friend I would never have done that in a million years I just learned to evaluate and say okay maybe you want to take some time and figure out for the future how to handle this for yourself for my body not anything to do with the other person how can i replenish myself if this happens the next time again and that was it and so again 5d relationships uh, we don't cancel people we allow ourselves to figure things out with compassion and that's where the zen masters are and for people who stay in low self-esteem it's none of our business if they are codependent types with each other with whoever it's their stuff not not ours uh, we can be friends of anyone and if somebody says something that is again not necessary we'll know how to handle it like a grown-up does and that's with our mouth and not shaming blaming or faulting so your relationships you are building more relationships that are fun not the others the others are within their own group because the reality is people that have uh people who want misery no people who are in the mental state of humans suck life sucks there's conspiracy all that they're not going to want to hang out with people who actually love being here and that means that we're looking forward to the future we are not afraid of the algorithm of social media we're not afraid and upset at any you know of the stuff we understand what it means to go through changes so again as you move through your clairs if you have questions let me know that way you don't have to experience anything with limited consciousness perspectives and you have somebody who can give you a whole different a whole new world magic place you never knew we do know of it there's plenty of us who know of it but we don't hear enough of it okay and plus with the trauma-informed stuff that way you can stop dehumanizing people and start remembering hurt people who hurt people don't know they have unresolved trauma and attachment wounds so they don't know that they're doing some quote-unquote game that's why they they won't be aware of it in the same way even if they're like oh ha ha, ha i did this little bit bullshit thing they're they're like little children they're teenagers who don't know what they're saying because they've watched enough movies and they're in a, again, 4D bandwidth, 3D bandwidth. Uh, it's unimportant, even the soul age group, on that note, um, when people don't actually move into their own piece of life, their Purusha Prakriti, um, when we get to exchange information with them, there's still a way that we will remember what they could have been. And again, you don't usually spell it out, but you will perceive to this day their two-year-old Krishna Leela, and you will always see what their actual essence of life can bring to the table. And so you're able to always make use of the exchanges in a positive way for the future and to 
share that piece of consciousness with you and others in, in, in this lovely day-to-day. And as I close on out, whatever time you need it to take in order to regain your voice, and that's for some of you, I am very honored and happy that you've been able to figure out how to not feel alone inside your own body and mind and how to enjoy the great mystery that life from the depths of the sea and the depths of everything (laughs) and the heart of you that you've been able to claim yourself back, your own unconditional loving piece of purusha and uh, your own safe haven, secure base, and so to be able and also allow to build the things that you are looking forward to building with people around you and with yourself. And for my mystics, I know that it's exciting what you're going to get to do. And um, if you, again, have any questions, let me know. When when you are in relationships uh, with people who are not mystics, just try to ground it into uh, more day-to-day or physics and neuroscience. Uh, I have yet, again, to get all of that verbiage, but in time I will. And what I really wanted to hone in on was the Beal because there is a card that I have in front of me that I've been meaning to look to. So you have grown aware of the beauty that it is to have ecstasy from within you just by being yourself. And knowing this makes my heart smile because when you can enjoy the magic that you are with your inner child, and that's, even though some of you, I know that there's still aspects of vulnerability because we all as children will be vulnerable. And when those parents of ours, of course, they are not doing it on purpose to be in their sympathetic nervous system or their dorsal vagal or anyways you know whenever their stuff's come up none of them did it on purpose they got stressed and they reacted and so long story short my heart's very happy to feel that you're in in contact with your child with you and your Krishna Leela voice and you know all that you can be And even when you have moments of vulnerability, that you're still able to be the adult now. And so to feel that you are with yourself and to be able and say, yeah, you know, mom, dad, sister, brother, uh, family, friends, whoever it is, that you're able to just sit with both emotions and just know I'm a person, they're a person. And I can feel my zero, one-year-old charge state. I can feel my inner child. I know my two-year-old. And that's why I love Sadhguru, but when he dismisses the psychological stuff or he dismisses the metaphysics and the esotericism, I understand why he's a spirituality guru. He's here for that. And he went through his own, by the way, transformation, because if you look at some of his older videos, he will have given uh, messages on energy and, and other things. But he is where he is, and he's supporting a conscious planet. So let us be honored and cherished He is, as he spoke, the last of the gurus, and there's a reason. It's science explains what the ancients were talking about, and science and the scientific methodology will keep on explaining things, and so things will be disproven. For example, there's no demonic possession when people have those 
things happen after a bazillion nightmares. Patrick Tiahan, no, Patrick McNamara, not Tiahan. Patrick McNamara with the religious self. So it's like with epilepsy. Now we know epilepsy doesn't mean somebody was possessed. Patrick McNamara explains there's no demon that possesses a person. After a series of nightmares, their fear receptor breaks. We don't need to be building with the conspiracy stuff. However, there is to remember, and no, not however on the conspiracy, on the part of consciousness in this infinite space, what we want to remember is that we're going to have plenty of conversations. We want to ground ourselves in being people and support each other, first of all. So remembering your brain health is important. Integration of the brain is the optimized brain health. Your left and right mode working together, all hands on deck. Daniel Siegel. If you have not heard of him, there's plenty of books he shares. He's great. You can buy all of them and learn about your brain from him. And he talks about the brain, the mind, and relationships. And that's a good step. Polyvagal theory, Dr. Stephen Porges, Bezel van der Kolk. These are good people that can help you to understand being a human 101. Mystic or not, these are good for you to learn about so you can understand your embodied brain, your nervous system, and your brain. And from that, um, have this lovely, consistent growth that you're already having anyways. So in your relationships, as you move forward, I can see that you're going to be your quirky, beautiful self more and more. And it's beautiful for those of you who are active with your clairs. I'm sure that uh, there's more to come on that one. But in the meantime, I'm going to let you go. And again, if you have any questions, let me know. I hope you have a wonderful day.